Boom. Hi, everypony, and welcome to Macintosh and Mod, the podcast from two married adults who love this show in spite of their children. Little Pony, Season 4, Episode 6, Power Ponies. After Spike and the main six become superheroes in a comic book world, the only way to get back home is to defeat a supervillain known as the Maniac. Hello, every pony, and welcome to another episode of Macintosh and Maud. This week, we have a very special guest. My dear friend from a little side project I've been working on, John! Hi, my name is John Bailey. Greetings, Internet. I run the Gumby Cat Network of Podcasts, and I do a movie review and discussion podcast called Popcorn Junkie. And with Diana and three of my friends from college, essentially, uh, we do a book club podcast for Gumby Cat that we started, and we talk about books and we read things. Yep, we like books. We're all a bunch of Twilights over there. Right. No, I'm not a Twilight. Well, no, you're not, but... John, would you consider yourself a Twilight? I all I mainly identified with Twilight. I was a book nerd. I was, for years, the kid who would take, like, a dozen books out from the library and carry them in my tiny little child arms. <laughs> and when I was in kindergarten, I would have to, uh, because I'm on the autism spectrum, I would have to hide in the bathroom to kind of decompress from all the um stimuli and so as part of that uh my kindergarten teacher realizing that she needed to adapt for this different situation with uh, a kid decided well if he's gonna be in there he might as well read here's books (laughs) (laughs) you know some really important work reading wise can happen in the bathroom exactly you know phones have only furthered that and i i I'm not a full-on Twilight. Twilight's the one I identify with the most. I should also say I I got on from the get-go. I was a big fan of Lauren Faust, so she she she's kind of part of the reason I looked into the show because I like Fosters, I like Powerpuff Girls, uh, you know, I like her stuff. So, John, you're fully up to date. This is July 2018, but you've watched every single piece of My Little Pony that's out, right? I, the only things I've, I got halfway through season eight and I missed a couple of the YouTube uh, exclusive Equestria Girl shorts, but I've seen the four movies. We've only gotten through season six because once we started this, we're like, we're not watching seven and we're not going to watch eight. We kind of know some of the bigger things that happen because the internet is a thing, but yeah, so we are not as well versed in the latter half of this series as you are. So you're our first guest who has, like, superior pony knowledge. Aw, snap. You yeah. are our pony guru. Oh, no. Ooh. Our puru? No. 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 We don't like that word. <laughs> okay, so y- what got you into My Little Pony? Uh, like I said, mainly the, the this current iteration was Lauren Faust. Yeah, I almost, I was about, I was going to say Foster. Wait, that's not right. Yeah, Lauren Faust, um... And then of course, and then what kept me on was the was kind of the fan base, the the wild amounts of creativity the, in that initial brunt of the fan brunt of the fan base before it, it got super toxic and awful and terrible. Yeah, um, I I I love all the fan art. It's really cool. But like when you walk into some of those communities, sometimes it's only fan art. 
there's not always a lot of discussion. And then also, if you're looking at a ton of fan art, you can get into the more adult stuff, which if that's your thing, that's cool. It's not my thing, so I don't really want to see all that. Not only that, there are people who, kind of like in the Steven Universe thing, where they'll get picky about what's what they prefer from the fan art and from head can from and head cannons will collide and it's 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 all it's not good it's almost meaner than the star wars fandom yeah and star wars got it it's got vicious got it got actresses <laughs> yeah. got actresses to leave in uh, social media i know that's horrible okay so you said that you identified you identified with twilight but is twilight your favorite of the main six that's the thing. I started off. I'm an amalgamation. I'm a weird amalgamation of Twilight, Fluttershy, and Pinkie Pie. When I'm on, when I'm on, I'm full. I can be full Pinkie Pie. When I, a lot of the times, I'll revert to a Fluttershy where I stay introverted and don't want to talk to people, and I'm better friends with animals. <laughs> and then, of course, I'm a book nerd, bookworm, and a nerd who loves to read up on stuff and can quote you various minutia things. So. I'll, I'm a bit of a I'm a bit like Twilight in that aspect. So those were the kind of three main ones I identified with. Although as time has gone on, I've sort of come o- come around to rarity. I like parts of, uh, w- you know, when she's written well, she's amazing. And then every so often, she there's a weird one where she'll try to dress up as a hick to impress a guy, and it's like, <laughs> why does this exist? I'm sure you'll be talking about that later on. Yeah, that's later this season. Uh, so speaking of Rarity, I hate her. <laughs> um, and so part of one of the goals of this podcast is that David is trying to convince me that Rarity should stay a full-fledged member of the main six. And how we do that is by each episode, she can either gain a point or half point or she can lose points based on her behavior. And currently, as of the recording of this episode, she's at a 4.5. She has to get a 10 in order for me to say that by the end of the series or by the end of the season series. Okay. So Equestria Girls does not count. She can neither earn nor gain points based on the Equestria. That is technically not the Equestria rarity. They are two separate universes. That is canon. Correct. So she cannot gain or lose points based on behavior showed in those movies, shorts and whatnot. So right now she's at a four or five. She recently lost a whole point for being a mega bitch to the castle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think this episode will make up for it, but we'll get into it. Okay, so let's get into our episode. Woo! Yay! We start off with Twilight Sparkle sleeping in her bed. And she starts to stir and she wakes up and she sees Spike is reading in his little dragon bed. Dragon bed? I wanted to say dog bed, but he's not a dog currently. I mean, he is in the other universe, so the correlation is they they don't play they don't exactly play nice with the correlation. No, Spike, you really need to go to sleep. Aw, oh, two more minutes, Twilight. I'm just getting to the really good part. The maniac is about to, and he's showing her his comic book, The Maniac. The maniac. Do do we really need to read this entire thing? Spike serves as exposition for this entire episode. Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Spike explains that Maniac is a hair care product owner, and uh, she fell into a vat of crap, and now she's the evil Maniac, and she has hench ponies, and they take over Metropolis. And... Gee, this sounds like 1989 Batman Joker, huh? <gasps> what? Uh, and, you know... Uh, Humdrum, which is a sidekick, uh, ruined everything. And By the way, as a comic book nerd as well, and a fan of the Marvel movies, uh, 
and as well as, you know, comic book movies in general, I actually can tell you all about the inspirations for each of these characters. Oh, we're going to get into that, and I knew you would have all of that information, John. <laughs> Spike goes, laments about Humdrum, that he's just a guy in blue boots and a pointless cape, and he's totally useless, and he's, ju- he's just a sidekick. And, because uh, Spike is a self-loathing dragon sidekick. Yeah, he doesn't have a whole lot of confidence. Twilight Sparkle goes on to say, you know, believe me, Spike, if any pony understands what it's like to get caught up in a really good book, it's me. Uh, but if you're going to make any progress fixing up Luna and Celestia's ca- old castle tomorrow, we have to do our part. We don't want to be too tired to lend a hoof or a claw. Okay, okay, I'm going to bed. Good night. And so Spike throws the covers over his head, and then he he puts a claw outside his bed and is trying to find the book. Twilight opens her eyes and sees this and animates the book just out of reach. And then she goes, two more minutes. Yes! And then, then we get our theme song. My little pony, my little pony. No, See, John will sing with me, David. I know, John will. John, David doesn't always sing with me, and he cuts it out. I want the E3 rock metal cover of, of My Little Pony theme song. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time. No, I, I don't think he's done that, but that's what I want. That's what I want the show's theme to be from now on. <laughs> that would be great. They should definitely do that for E5. Like, do that Agretsuko style death metal cover theme song of the My Little Pony theme. Absolutely. And then the next time it's a free jazz version. Oh, Ala Kenny G. We get it. Okay, there's nothing free jazz about Kenny G. There we go. Style My Little Pony. Then is it really My Little Pony? Hmm. All right, we come back and we are at the castle of the two sisters because we're gonna keep that through line going this season i'm fine with that i'm good with that looking good every pony let's keep the magical makeover moving you got it good old spike is here ready to do his part and we see uh pinkie pie is washing the floor with mops on her feet like brushes on her feet and applejack is hanging pictures and as applejack is hanging pictures pinkie pie is swinging by a little more to the left no to the other left awesome She says that in one breath, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, that's perfect right where it is under the next painting. Yes, she's just in one fell swoop. She just goes. You sure you don't need any help? Nah, that's okay. We have everything under control. Dash? I'm good. Isn't there anything I can help you with, Twilight? Don't worry about it, Spike. It's all good. I think she's right. I think we've got it, Spike. Looking great, everypony. Why don't you go find a quiet spot to finish reading your comic? Aren't you right at the spot where Humdrum was about to stop the villain? Humdrum never stops the villain. He's just there for comic relief. And then Spike steps into a bucket. Okay, I love this moment because he's there to help, which is very nice. All the ponies are working very well together. And Twilight is like, hey, we don't really need your help. Why don't you go do the thing you really want to do? <laughs> That's the one thing I do I do want to say. The first thing I noticed was Twilight, despite being like the mega book nerd, is never like, ugh, why are you reading a comic book and not a real book? She's never condescending to the fact that Spike enjoys reading. Exactly. Exactly. And here she could, pr- if she really needed to, she could have found him some busy work. But she knows he wants to go read his book. So it's like, okay, you go do that. That's fine. We're good. Like, that's 
cool. I like that. And then I also like that Spike is being very self-referential and he's only the comic relief and foot in a bucket. <laughs> it's it's very great. Every, everyone goes back to what they're doing and Spike then gets a bucket on his head. Uh, and then he goes off to that secret room where we keep the journal and that's where he goes to read this book. And so he starts reading the comic book. All right. Maniac breaks into the museum. Okay, here we go. Ugh, what a surprise. Humdrum is in the way again while the power ponies do all the work. Guess I know what that feels like. Wait, what? How can that be the end? What? What's he's gotten, that? He's gotten to the last page of his comic book and it's blank, but there's this tiny little piece of writing down in the corner that he can't quite read. You can retry? No, you can return? Huh. I know I saw a magnifying glass laying around the last time I was here. Cut two ponies walking around the castle. And now they're all trying to find him. They're looking for him because they're ready to take a break and eat some tea and biscuits. Spike? Where are you, Spike? We're breaking for tea and biscuits. Spike! Spike finds his magnifying glass, gets back to his comic book. You can return to the place you started when the maniac is defeated. Huh? Take a closer look to join the adventure in this book. What does that even mean? And then the book starts like... Booming, Vide becomes like a vortex. And, exactly. And he gets... It becomes a white hole. A white, a white hole instead of a black hole, if you will. Because uh, it's not evil. Black holes are evil. It's the page master. It is the page master. Okay, I've only seen like bits of that movie. Did you ever read the book? Much. No. Because the book was before the movie, or I think maybe at the same I time. I think I was just slightly too old for that once it came out. Is the book also basically just references to classical literature that it doesn't understand or get into? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's not right. <laughs> so Look, Spike... man, when you're seven, it's pretty freaking awesome. Exactly. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, so Spike starts getting sucked in the book. The ponies see this, and so then they start trying to pull each other and so then twilight gets sucked in and then rainbow dash and so they all get sucked in except for pinkie pie who sees them all in the book and she just jumps right in she cannonballs she into the book she, she she bounds in she's like boing because she's pinkie pie so we you know we fade to black and then we come to and spike's just like what is this metropolis some pony want to tell me what the hay is going on Yes. Yay. Yeah. Oh, the puns. Now we get the one-by-one introduction of each one of our main six as a new persona. We've got the masked Matterhorn. Uh, That's Twilight Sparkle. And, okay, John, who would you say this is? From what I could tell, based on uh, the Wikia and and my research, the best correlation is Cyclops. Because Matterhorn is is a beam-based hero and also the leader of this group those are the main things and even the one of the creators has said one of the writers has said yeah basically it's cyclops but we wanted to do more with the beams instead of just concussive blasts it's fire and ice and all kinds of stuff okay kids when i first saw the ice my first thought was superman but cyclops does make more sense there's a little bit of hint in there but the, the, there's not the invincibility factor and all that stuff with her. Exactly. Super strength sort of thing. And the fact that it focuses on the beans. Yeah. Yes. Then we get Pinkie Pie as Philly second, which she's obviously the Flash. Of course. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, even with like the little pink streaks when she runs. Yes. <laughs> I love it. It's so cute. Uh, then we get Rainbow Dash as Zap. Now we argued about this. I said Storm 
and, and you said I first my first thought was Thor because of the lightning and Thor is my favorite. <laughs> Both have this have similar powers. Uh-huh. And I think the one thing that kind of makes it more Thor is that she needs the little amulet to control the weather. Uh, whereas yay! Storm is naturally yes. weather-based. Good point. Good point. Yay, Thor wins. Thor's my favorite. <laughs> and then he swoons over Radiance, which is uh, the Green Lantern. But Green Lantern and specific, more specifically Star Sapphire, who oh. are a subset of the colored lantern cores. You see... <clears throat> Pushes up glasses. He folks, there are actually multiple <laughs> color spectrums of the lantern course. <laughs> Sorry, I won't do that whole voice. Oh no, that was perfect. Thank you so much, John. I love it. Okay, so what about Mistress Marvelous, which is uh, Applejack's? Mistress Marvelous is mainly Batman. It's mainly Batman yeah. with the gadgets and stuff, with while a, with also a little using... bit of Wonder Woman. With the lasso. With, a little, with, with Wonder Woman's... If Batman had got a hold of the lasso of truth, that's basically Mistress Marvelous. There we go. Okay, that's fair. And then we have Saddle Rager, uh, which is Fluttershy, and of course she's the Hulk. Pretty much the Hulk. Which is amazing and is my favorite thing ever. Yes. When she finally hulks out, it's the best. So Spike is like, you're the power ponies. And then we meet Maniac. Power ponies? How kind of you to join us. Huh? <laughs> and she... <laughs> full on Joker laugh. Yeah, a full on Joker laugh. But she moves. She, she uses her hair a la Doc Ock from Spider-Man. And... Lesser known villain, because of her hair powers, she is also tied to the inhuman Medusa. There we go. That sounds like our maniac. So maniac's got this blue orb and she's trying to run away. Did she just call us power ponies? You're the the superheroes from my comic book. It somehow zapped us all in here. So some ponies zap us back out. <laughs> I love how Rainbow's just like, all right, come on, fix it. Just do it. Well, then let us, yeah, let us out of here. My comic book, it, it said the way to get back to where we started was to defeat the maniac, your arch nemesis. Time for the main event. And then she throws a hot dog stand. <laughs> okay, I really, I love the pun. I can't, I can't not love the pun of the main event. I just, it will never not be funny to the me. The puns are glorious in this, especially since uh, Humdrum itself is himself is based off golden age era robin specifically yes especially with that holy uh what was it holy new personas that is full-on robin oh yeah well and his gloves and his eye his uh, mask look so much like robin it's not even funny like he it's is not a stretch golden at all. age robin he is no. just there to be the goofy sidekick meanwhile pinky has disappeared pinky where'd she go Wait! And we see pink streaks flying over every building in Meritropolis. Yep. She could be miles away from here by now. At, at this point, we're literally showing every pony's powers. But nobody, Basically, this is, this, this is introducing the superpowers that each pony has. Yeah, but nobody really knows how to use them except for Pinkie Pie because that's just Pinkie Pie. It's like someone, yeah. just, it's like someone just put nitro in her system and said, go. <laughs> um, so there's just a whole lot of back and forth. Uh, Spike is, exp- is again, Mr. Exposition. And then, of course, Pinkie Pie comes back because she uh, she has cupcakes. Uh, she, she found cupcakes. Of course. It's Pinkie. Why not? Uh, and 
Rainbow Dash's Zap has created a tornado that they're not quite sure how to use. And so now all of the ponies are sucked up in the tornado. And uh, Spike is trying to talk to Fluttershy. It's like, Fluttershy, you're Saddle Rager. Lose your temper and you'll turn into a huge, super strong monster. Oh, gosh. That wouldn't be very polite. Ugh. Rarity, use your jewelry to create attack constructs. What's an attack construct? <laughs> like, I can't blame being, Rarity for that this. That is such a like, Rarity statement. What's an attack constructs? Like, come on. What? What? How would you know? How would anybody know what an attack construct is? Let alone like, Rarity. I mean, it's self-explanatory, but like, you're trying to explain, like, you can make things with your mind now through your magic bracelet. Which he then does explain to her. Yeah, and... He, he explains it to her, and so then she conjures up a tea set. Because no. that's all she could think of. And he yells at her to make something useful. <laughs> I mean, she was just about to serve That's tea. fair. It's her first that's time. freshly on her mind. It's her first, her first time. It's okay. Like, no, no points lost by Rarity at this moment. No, not yet. No. Spike, you know, sees Maniac with the Electro Orb. Well, this has been quite the main raising experience but i really must be going and spike is able to take the orb from maniac but then he drops it why thank you humdrum and she evil laughs and runs away i'm humdrum oh no meanwhile applejack has lassoed herself to a light pole yep she's stuck and uh (laughs) spike has now been caught up in the tornado applejack you gotta Help stop the tornado from destroying the city. Because <laughs> he's going around and around, just yelling when he can. Ideally, it would have, like, the Doppler effect. <laughs> but every time I move, this darn lasso gets tighter. You're psychically connected to it. Will it to where you want it to go, and it'll obey you. Yeah, so this is where Applejack is very, very much uh, Wonder Woman. Yep. Yeah. This Although is Wonder Woman just whirled around it, this is more like your 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 lasso is basically you know magic with your mind, or like Yondo's arrow. Yondo's arrow, yeah, exactly. There you go. I hadn't thought about that until just now. Anyway, she lassoes up this tornado and uh, spins them all back out. Yeah. So let me get this straight. We've been sucked into some kind of comic book world. Uh, technically, it's called Metropolis. And uh, if you want to get back, technically. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And if we want to get back to Ponyville, I think we have to stop the maniac from using her doomsday device to destroy it. No biggie. I was already awesome. And now we've all got superpowers. Almost all of us have superpowers. <laughs> but you must have them too, Spiky Boo. Your character is wearing a cape. Yeah, for absolutely no reason. He's pretty much useless. Good thing you're not really humdrum then. Yeah, good thing. Okay, so like... I really, again, Twilight Sparkle totally gets why Spike is identifying with this character and why he's kind of down on himself, and she's just not having it. Nope. Every step of the way, she's just like, no, you're not as bad as you think you are. You're useful. We love you. Don't think of yourself that way. This is the best positive reinforcement somebody with this kind of defeatist attitude can get. Yeah, and then there's a little bit of where Twilight is just like, Okay, you're throwing yourself a little pity party and I am not coming to it. Like, because this is nonsense. 
Nope. So, like, you can talk down about it, but you're not that person, so let's go solve our problem. So, they've decided, okay, we've got to go beat Maniac. Spike, where do we go? Uh, her top secret headquarters. But you better get there quick. That glowing orb she just stole is what she's going to use to power it up. Lead the way, Spike. Then leave the rest to us. Uh, yeah, Dash doesn't get it. No. Nope. That, but that, that, that's always that, been Dash's that's character. Dash. She's always kind of She's thought just... highly of yourself at the expense of others. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, we got to mention what they're powering up. She has a doomsday device. <laughs> yes, it's a doomsday device. Cut over to neon lights. There it is. Is that a shampoo factory? All right, power ponies. Here's the plan. Rarity, me and you. Come on gonna... out, maniac. Or the power ponies are coming in. So much for the element of surprise. I like that they kept this going from Daring Do. (laughs) Where Twilight's like, okay, let's make a plan. And Rainbow Dash, that's not a plan! All I wrote in my notes was Rainbow Dash rushes in. Yeah. Uh, Guess I'll just hang back here doing nothing. And the the electricity inside the building just kind of crackling and Fluttershy says... Oh, I don't think she's home. Maybe we should just come back later. <laughs> she's home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rarity. Uh, they opened up a garage door. Time to power pony up. Oh, nice catchphrase. Freeze Ray. Freeze Ray. And we get our rando ponies of the week. We get hench ponies. The most fabulous hench ponies I've ever seen in my life. They are so freaking cool. There are five of them. There's Neon Brush, and that's the one that can multiply. And then we have Quick Trim, Comb Over, The Unconditioner, and Blow Dry. <laughs> hmm. now, now, John, you since you're our guest of honor... You get to pick which one of these is your favorite as our random point of the week, but you do not have to decide until the end of the episode if you don't already have have it decided. Yeah, I'll have to take another look at them specifically. It's we just get we just get hench pony craziness. We've got Twilight Sparkle trying to do her freeze ray. Um, Pinkie Pie is pieing ponies in the face. Rarity conjures an umbrella to kind of like. Force. Somebody's throwing something off of a building. She or throws it at her. She conjures an umbrella that hits a guy on top of a tower. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I do love a functional accessory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the thing. Rarity gets right. Besides Pinkie Pie, Rarity is the is the first one sent after getting brought into the universe. Uh, once they figure, once they get the idea to really just embrace the super poweredness of of her character oh she is all in and she fully con like she's fully able to wield her power once she understands it i mean she's got the best line yeah no that is so rarity and so this character i love it i also love that when twilight's freeze ray doesn't quite work it's all right it was better than last time (laughs) (laughs) uh and you know uh one of them strikes a pony and the hench pony goes my hair my hair and Dash just looks over. Seriously? You're not even a little angry right now? Because Fluttershy is hiding behind a mailbox. And she's just like, mm, nope. <laughs> uh, Twilight, you know, as she's rallying her troops. Nice work, Power Ponies. Now let's take care of the maniac and get ourselves home. I don't think so. I have a city to destroy and I'm not about to let the Power Ponies stop me. Not this time. Just watch us. And Maniac brings out a giant spray cane. <gasps> the hairspray ray of doom! It stops you in your tracks and renders your powers useless! And Rainbow Dash gets sprayed. 
And then Rarity comes up. We'll just see about that. And all of the ponies get frozen. And the hench ponies descend. Except Fluttershy is hanging out behind a mailbox that Spike is hiding in. Mm-hmm. Fluttershy, please, just a little anger? Well, I'm not so much angry as I am concerned, bordering on terrified. And they catch her. She gets sprayed, and then Spike, and then, you know, Maniac is cackling, and Spike is a little worried. Don't spray! Oh, Humdrum, why in all of Metropolis would I use the hairspray ray of doom on you? Rather pointless, don't you think? Shouts of concern. Shouts of concern is what the transcript says, which is great. Um, And the hench ponies take them away, and Spike starts trying to run after them, and he steps his foot in a bucket again. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's what Spike. That is going to be our running joke for Spike this whole episode. So then Spike is crawling through, I guess, a, a vent. He's going. He's going diehard. Yep, diehard style. But he's real mopey instead. Yeah, he's being a little pathetic. What am I supposed to do? I'm useless. No wonder my friends never need me to do anything important. They're the ones with superpowers. They've probably already figured out how to escape. Ka-chunk. Go to Metropolis. Have a few laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> no, you're at your spot on there, John. Yeah. Uh, we come, Spike stops, and he sees into the main warehouse hench pony area and that the ponies are stuck in a cage. Or not. Yep, ponies have not been freed. In fact, as the freeze ray starts to kind of melt on them and they can start to move, a timer goes off and Hench Pony sprays them all again. I love it. Uh, Hairspray only sets for so long, you guys. We gotta gotta reapply. We gotta time it. Yeah, Quick Trim is the one kind of manning the ponying the hairspray cannon. Hairspray or thingy. Magical goatee he has. So cute. (laughs) So funny. They're all, they did the hench ponies so well. I love them all. So now it's time for our evil monologue. Monologue. You sly ponies, you have me monologuing. (laughs) Congratulations, power ponies. You shall live long enough just to see me fire the instrument of your destruction. (laughs) So she goes through this whole thing. And basically her big evil weapon is a giant hairdryer. That will make everyone's mane wild. Yeah, that's... (laughs) She will give every pony a bad hair day. (laughs) Ahem, I don't mean to interrupt, but aren't you forgetting about some pony? Humdrum, little guy, no superpowers whatsoever. He's utterly useless. (laughs) More hairspray. Please. Every pony knows you just keep around because you feel... Sorry for him. <laughs> Maybe in your world, but in our world, Spike Humdrum always comes through when we need him. Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Spike just starts to well up, standing up. I'm not like Humdrum. When my friends really need me, I do come through, and they need me now. All right, so Maniac is monologuing again and it's and it she's saying nothing because what's more important is what spike is doing right now spike exactly. is, he's sneaking around and he's gathered a tarp the tarp that was over the weapon that the yeah. big reveal she makes and he's kind of walking around all the hench ponies and he's connecting them to a hook and all and of a sudden as maniac stops talking she stops with and nothing will stop us <laughs> 
the tarp grabs every hench pony on the floor. Uh, and knocks them over. It knocks over the spray and uh, the... Timer rings. And the ponies are able to break out of the cage. Well, because the timer rings and the can of hairspray falls over and freezes all the hench ponies. Mm-hmm. So, so now everybody breaks free. Way to go, Spike! And Rainbow Dash looks over at Fluttershy. Get mad! I'm trying! <laughs> like, she even makes grunting noises trying to get angry. Oh, I like that Rarity conjures stairs to get out of yep. the, the cage. <laughs> Instead of, like, just jumping, she's like, I'm walking down to... And she just bounces down them. Daintily bounces with her, yes. with her face in the air, like... Yes. <laughs> it's, it's on brand. It really is. And so then we've got Pinkie Pie going... And she's hitting all of these ponies as she instead of as her way of tagging them. Uh, and Maniac is just like over there, they're idiots. And she's knocking them over. And we hear well, we we see uh, uh, Twilight finally get a hold of her uh, ma- her energy powers, and Dash is is conjuring lightning and wind. Yeah, they're able to make almost like an ice skating rink. Uh, Rarity has conjured ice skates. And is skating around on the ice doing stuff. And then Rainbow Dash. (laughs) Rainbow Dash is like, hey, I need a place to put these guys. Rarity conjures up three very ornate cages Mm -hmm. to throw all the hench pony frozen hench ponies into. Uh Uh-huh. Hold it right there, partner. Yeah, a bunch of the hench ponies are trying to escape through the back. And Applejack full on just lasses them up and hangs them from an I-beam. Well done. Mm -hmm. Yep. And now Fluttershy is slowly creeping out the door. Yeah, so Fluttershy is, like, trying to inch her way out, and Spike sees her, and he's watching what's going on. Fluttershy, where are you going? You seem to have everything under control. Fluttershy, we need you. You have to power up. I'm sorry. It's just that nothing is making me mad. All this while, Maniac is aiming her hairspray cannon at Fluttershy, and then a little firefly buzzes in front of her scope, and... Fit Maniacs swats it away with her hair. And it gets smacked into a wall. Oh my goodness, are you okay? Are you kidding me? I mean, I know you're evil and everything, but you hurt a teensy little harmless firefly? Really? You're you're just a big, big meanie? There, I said it. What thinks you're so special like the rules of common courtesy don't apply to you? Why don't you pick on somebody your own size? Yeah, this whole time, like, (laughs) why don't you pick on somebody your own size? Oh, Flutter Hulk. She's Flutter Hulk, and she starts full on roaring. Godzilla roar. Yeah. uh, And then, this is my favorite part. Maniac shoots a laser beam into her face, which just bounces back off. Yeah, and knocks her out of the out of the seat. Uh, to which, uh, in full Hulk fashion, Fluttershy smash. <laughs> which I of course said out loud while we're watching this. We're like Flutter Hulk smash. <laughs> um, everyone else is staring at this mouth. On the floor, except Spike, who's like, yeah! Because he knew what was coming, and Maniac is just like, my mane! My mane! And her mane And she gets all wound up like a straitjacket. Yes! I I instantly thought of um, Edward Nygma in Arkham Asylum. A little bit? Yeah, a little bit. I also just love that as soon as Fluttershy notices everyone looking at her, she just kind of taps her hooves together. 
Hey, hi guys. Hi. <laughs> and so Maniac is all strangled up like a straitjacket, and then all of a sudden the electricity is crackling, and Spike says, "Once again, the day is saved by." And everybody is sucked back out out of the book, and they are in the little secret room of the castle. Awesome! Woo! Did you see how I was raining down a storm of justice at the end there? You catch eyes wielding that lasso? Cupcakes? How did you... Uh, we had a good half second before we got sucked back in the comic book and the Metropolis Bakery was only 65 blocks away. Blink, blink. Blink, blink. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just glad to be back. We wouldn't have made it without you, Spike. And I hope you realize that just because you don't always need your help, it doesn't mean that we don't think you're helpful. With the with the lesson music playing in the background? Yes. Of course. Yeah. And that you don't have to have superpowers to be a super friend. Yeah, you got it. Well, huh, we agree. Rabble, rabble, rabble. But I do have one question. Where exactly did you get that comic book? Oh, uh, well, this one I got in Canterlot at the House of Enchanted Comics. Everybody glares at him. Well, I didn't know it meant they were literally enchanted. Ah, oh, come, come on. on. <laughs> I thought it just meant like the comics they sold there had really enchanting storylines. Hey, wait, wait up. I'm an important part of this team, remember? <laughs> and then the comic book zips away and ne never to be seen again, except in the actual My Little Pony comic book series, <laughs> where Maniac does make a return. By the way, if you're not already following the IDW series, I need to get back into it because even at its worst, it's just kind of hokey, like the whole environmentalist thing with the deer. But uh, for the most part, all of the IDW stuff has been amazing. I've heard and that. And I can't imagine. Uh, I also know um, Amy Meberson was one of the artists on it, and she has gone on to do Disney's uh, official princess comics oh, that they're that's doing. that's cool. That's super cool. Well, okay, so th I think this is by far my favorite Spike episode we've ever had. Uh, yeah, I th to date, this was the best Spike episode after, um, oh, what's the, whatever the one he goes through Dragon Puberty is. Dragon Quest. Yeah, Dragon Quest. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, or um, wasn't it about greed or something? Uh, the secret of my excess. Ah, uh, yes, one. that one. That one is good. That one's good. That was a good one for Rarity. She got a full point in that one. Um, but... uh, that was great. Uh, Sparity shipping. Yes, yes, it was. Uh, no, but I like this one because it's a very tangible thing that Spike yep. is struggling with. And they were able to showcase that and deal with it in a very spike way that didn't take away from the main six. No. And we got to go to an alternate universe in a really cool way. So, like, all the elements are working perfectly to tell the story that is specifically about Spike. And I love that. That's, that's when Spike works best. When mm -hmm. Spike doesn't have to be the entire focus and the episode about him can also pull everybody else in around him into fun scenarios because otherwise man when it's just him it can get real boring real fast well okay john you've got to pick a rando pony oh it's i'm torn i want to go with either blow dry or comb over comb over being the one who's like my hair <laughs> uh mr chester a arthur and then blow dry being the mohawk yeah, the mohawk uh, is pretty badass 
Uh, I think we're going to go with Blow Dry. That mohawk is just, even though he doesn't get too much, the Hex Ponies don't get too much sort of personal personality in this episode, but you know, it, but they have great design work going for them. Their design is doing a lot of the heavy lifting for them, oh, yeah. which is awesome. All, All right. right. So our random pony of the week is going to be Blow Dry. And on our rarity scale? Uh, rarity uh, did not lose nor gain any point. Oh, half a point. Oh, half a point. point. I'm not going to go full point, but I'm going to argue on this half a point. What is, she comes yeah. into her own faster than the other ponies. It's in an alternate universe. Oh, oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. She is, is still rarity canon. having to do this. Fine, because I'm being ganged up on by two people. I'm going to say, okay, fine. Her it's, thing's it's a five. It's at least fair to acknowledge that this is on brand for rarity, where she's not being condescending or mean-spirited. She is, like, she even, like, early on, even before they go into the book, she's showing genuine concern for Spike. No, no, like, right, at, right as soon as they get into the book, she's oh. like, well, you're a superhero, too. Look at your cape and everything. So she's... She's showing genuine concern for Spike. She starts to get a hold of her superpowers and is one of the best members of the team. It's She is very... This is one of the best you know iterations of Rarity and showcases why she is awesome. So I won't... Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take not a full point. But a half a point at least. Fine. Rarity can be at a five. Yeah! I love it, John. I'm gonna have to have you on more <laughs> often. Uh. <laughs> Fine. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe pick maybe pick a rarity a bad rarity episode then we can have that argument out all right um john if people wanted to find you on the internet how would they do that best way to do that is to follow my podcast popcorn junkie which i was actually recording when you got a hold of me uh in the middle of, i'm in the middle of recording uh for the the, the weekend of july after july 4th Mm-hmm. Where Ant Man and the Wasp and the first Purge came out, so I'm going to be talking about them, and as and and uh, the discussion is going to be about exploitation and grindhouse movies that also work as social commentary. Oh, interesting. Okay, but uh, that'll be at GumbyCatNetworks.com. Uh, you can find me there and Ed Diana as well uh, in Living in the Stacks. I'm on Popcorn Junkie, and a couple of my other ones are on hiatus for the moment. But we have a lot of fun stuff. Be sure to check it out, and then Popcorn Junkie. It's on uh, Facebook, Corn Junkie Pod on Twitter, and Popcorn Junkie Podcast on Instagram, and I'm also on Stardust. All right. Well, John, thank you so much for coming and talking ponies with us. And I'll be happy to do it anytime you need me. Oh, we will be calling you back for sure. Put the pony signal in the sky and let me know that and I will be there. Will do. Until next time. Bye, everypony. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at macintoshandmod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.